Hello, my name is Dion, and I'm speaking to you from Southampton in the UK. This reflection comes from Luke chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and taught, and there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him closely to see if he would cure on the Sabbath, so that they might discover a reason to accuse him. But he realized their intentions, and said to the man with the withered hand, Come up and stand before us. And he rose and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? Looking round at them all, he then said to him, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was restored. But they became enraged and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. For me, this withered hand holds a symbolic meaning. And what does it mean to have a withered hand? Luke specifically mentions the right hand, which is traditionally the hand of work, of creativity, of industry. The hand is a vital sign of a human being's ability to make, to create, to do good. Think of all the wonderful masterpieces of art and sculpture, all of them completed by the human hand. If then that hand of creativity and work, that part of our bodies that allows us to feel fully alive, is withered or dried up, it means there's a great hole in our humanity. In other words, there's a part of me that cannot be expressed, part of my humanity that's taken from me. And in our own lives too, I think we can experience the withering of our hands. When we lose that ability to apply ourselves to the challenges of life, to follow the call and the mission of God, when we find ourselves unable or unwilling to do so, perhaps it's because our hands have withered away. There are many reasons why we might allow this drying up, this withering to occur. For me, one of the biggest causes has been fear. As someone who struggled with fear in the past, and allowed it to wither up my gifts and talents. When I was younger, I was very afraid of trying new things, anything that required me to move out of my comfort zone, making new friends, being in public. In other words, my hands had withered away. I could do nothing new. I could manifest none of my gifts in this world. I could not follow the call and the plan of God for my life. How then did I begin to feel a release from that fear? Well, I think it's, if I can say it poetically, when, in the, for the first time in my life, I began to experience the infinite presence of God, presencing itself, pouring itself out, giving itself away, whole and complete, in and as the very gift and the miracle of my presence, and the presence of others and the presence of all things. That's the word, not to say I don't still feel fear. I do, and I think we all do. But there were moments in my life where that chain of fear was broken and my hand began to restore its strength. And in those moments, I was always vulnerable, childlike, and alone. And I think this, if we return to the passage, we can see that this man exemplifies for us all of these three qualities as a person who is experiencing healing from fear. First of all, he's called to the front of the synagogue, in front of the community, in front of the Pharisees and the scribes who are judgmental. In that moment, he's vulnerable. Every head turns, every eye is upon him. The room is quiet as he walks up to the front where Jesus is standing. His withered hand is stretched forth and on display for everyone to see. He's vulnerable. He's open. 
in that moment of vulnerability, he's manifesting his invincibility. He's also childlike. He acts in obedience to what Jesus says, like a child. And in that moment, he would have been fully present, not thinking about anything else, just as a child is always fully present in the moment. His eyes have been wide open, wondering what is Jesus going to do? Like a child, he's also entrusted himself to Jesus. Like a child entrusts themselves to a parent. Not knowing how Jesus is going to do the healing, but trusting that in the care of the one who loves him, anything is possible. And there, finally, he was all alone. In his childlikeness, he was manifesting maturity. And so, I invite you to reflect on some questions. Perhaps we can reflect on what is it in our lives? Where is the withering? Where is the incapacity, the lack of motivation, the inability to carry out the will and the purpose of God in my life that I, that I know? What could be the cause of that withering? Imagine that you are the man walking up in front of the room. How would it feel walking up? And as you go to Jesus, you're vulnerable, you're childlike, you're alone, and Jesus is waiting for you at the front. And imagine he asks you to tell him what your greatest fear is. In other words, what is the fear that has held your hand with it for so long? In this question, you understand that he's seeking to heal you from your fear. So vulnerable, childlike, and alone, you respond. But what do you say to him? What is your greatest fear? Perhaps this is what we can reflect on. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.